nothing to lose because you don't. And when you realize that, that's when you make the decision that you're going to play your best. Because if you don't, you don't have it tomorrow. You don't get another 48 minutes. That's what we're here for. The pride, the tradition, the family. Yeah, about the guys in this room. Nothing else. 48 minutes for everybody who's here. Do you understand me? Yes, coach. Do you understand me? Yes, coach. Welcome back to Title to Titles. I am your host, DDP, a.k.a. Nino Brown. And I got my co-host, Boomer, Jared Gray. We're doing a special edition of P2P. You see the man at the bottom of the screen. He's the, he's the big guest. That's Big Papa, Big Dave You, How we doing tonight, Dave? Um, Blessed. Blessed, brother. It's a, it's a pleasure to have you on. Um, I know we had worked a couple things out, and you're a busy man, but we got you on here, and I, I am, you know, very appreciative that you give us the time to do this. Jared, how are we doing tonight? I'm always good. I'm just happy to be here. Um, Dave, you and I met uh, when I was in San Diego, when I was still in the Navy, uh, when I got to meet Mateo when he was a lot younger than me. So, I mean, we, we were throwback. So it's been a long time since we've seen each other. So I'm glad to, you know, back we're back here. So That's right. I'm a Ducks guy, so I'm excited for Mateo. Uh, we'll, we'll get to that <laughs> point uh, soon. Um, Jared, you wanna you wanna sign it off? Yeah, I'll get right to it. Um, Dave, thanks for you know taking the time coming to interview it. You know, we appreciate that as well. Um, so we saw, you know, that you were at the Polynesian Bowl just last week or so. Uh, yeah. off to Eugene. Appreciate you know hopping on the show. That's the biggest thing for us. Um, with two competitive young men, you know, coming to play the highest level of college football. You know, Oregon, Oregon State. You get to see the rivalry. That alone will be a, a blast. You know, maybe we can get two jerseys for you. Um, what was it like in the household uh, with them growing up together? Um, you know, um, they first and foremost, they were great kids. You know, um, started very young when it, when it came to uh, uh, being competitive. You know, both were competitive at, 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 in sports from baseball and uh, football. Those were the two sports that they both thrived in. They could have played basketball, just didn't have enough time to play <laughs> all three sports, you know, uh, very competitive at the highest level. And what I mean by that, uh, DJ played on the number one uh, youth baseball team, which was a uh, um, phenom baseball sponsored by Nike. Um, you know, it was it was a travel ball team. Uh, and then uh, he played uh, football with one of the top uh, youth programs in the country. You know, and um, and that's the same goes for Mateo, and you know, just those two, they were groomed at a young age. That um, it, it, there's no secret uh, secret potion, or you know what I mean. Everything it took hard work. That's what what me and the mom always uh, um, taught our young kids when they were young. That there's no there's no shortcuts. You just got to keep your head down, uh, work hard. And um, be dedicated and respect your your elders, you know, whoever your coach is. And, um, yeah, uh, when they were young, they very competitive, it, even with each other. But, you know, DJ was kind of the bigger kid, so <laughs> he would win a lot of those battles, you know, when they, when they, you know, when it comes to pushing and shoving and stuff like that. That's how it is with two brothers, especially competitive brothers. You got to expect yeah. that. I got, I got two uh, – 
twin four-year-olds and they're you know competitive just for getting the remote to the tv <laughs> never mind when it comes when it comes to getting older in sports and stuff so i can yep. only imagine um yeah so I, I, a little piggyback off that question i wanted to ask is when did you realize that the boys had legitimate talent i know you know you're overall athletes but when did you realize they had legitimate talent in football and football could be something you know that could take them to a higher level uh whenever whenever we're young I, I saw DJ throw a football. We're throwing footballs when he was about two or three years old. And the way I compare it was, so I played a lot of football when I was young, you know, high school, college. Uh, but, but you know, I, I, I know what I was looking at. When DJ started throwing a ball around two or three back and forth, I'm like, wait a minute, this kid doesn't just have an average arm. So it, it wasn't at that point, I just saw something where I knew – I could help nurture. I could help uh, uh, build with him. You know, at the time, um, it was more of me just being, just just being very positive, always saying that he could be the number one quarterback in the country. Did I see it back then? I saw it when he was about seven or eight years old. That's when I saw it, and I, I thought he could really become somebody special because when you put him next to a kid that was seven and eight. First off, the size. The size wasn't wasn't the same. DJ just jumped off the charts. And then just the arm strength. I remember in fifth grade, fourth grade or fifth grade, DJ, uh, we're, we're throwing rocks into the lake. And he just he threw the rock further than me. And that's when I said, oh, my gosh. This guy, <laughs> Jesus, how high are you that young throwing rocks farther than me at this age, you know? So yeah. he, Mattel didn't come didn't come to his – I I didn't see it with Mattel because I was just – pushing and promoting DJ so much, but then about uh, Mattel's, uh, when he was young, he was still an athlete. He he actually played a lot earlier. He played at four years old, five years old as, as, oh, as okay. a football, because he was his DJ's younger brother. And he had, and, and that is that he didn't play his age. Understand that that time they were playing Pop Warner. So DJ was a third grader, uh, fourth grader playing with, with uh, uh, six and seven graders, and yeah, and Mattel, he was just playing with kids the same thing, and it was just kind of hard. But they they managed to hang in there and and compete. Eventually, it, you know, as they get older, it it, it fin they finally catch up to their own age. Um, when DJ got into seventh grade, he got to play with eighth grade kids just a year older than him, and and he got to, you know. He did a lot of stuff at that age, even got some offers, uh, Mattel too. Um, um, Mattel got some offers when he was an eighth grader. But I, I knew at a young age these guys were special. Now, to say I knew they were going to do what they're doing now, no. I, right. I just knew just from a, a talent standpoint of seeing a regular eight-year-old or seven-year-old, right, and you're comparing to other kids to his age but we couldn't because dj was just so big he had to play with kids who were three to four years older than him right. so when i look back at kids that his age and they're playing back on the lower level and i'm like it, they they have to be special they, you know i'm like these kids got to be doing something special at this age dj i think dj threw the ball i remember in sixth grade he threw the ball 60 yards so I, I thought that, I, that was amazing as a sixth grader uh, yeah the separation was real. Yeah. 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 So now I, I I'm gonna take the next question because I won't set my co-host up for this. Um <laughs> Dave, let's talk about DJ's journey at Clemson. 
And yeah. now moving on to Oregon State. I was I'm not gonna hide. I, I always take the smoke. I, I bring it on. I was critical of DJ this year. I won't run yep. hide about it. Because I had very high expectations of him coming, you know, coming out of high school in the first three years at Clemson. Yeah. Talk to us about what you think were the causes of some of the highs and lows with DJ this year at Clemson and what what was factored in his decision making to go to Oregon State. Because I've seen a couple of different things. I've seen Hawaii was in the crystal ball predictions and stuff like that. So talk to us about this year. And what was the fact, do you think, in, in, in the highs and lows of DJ's uh, season? Uh, I mean, it, it's not a – so you're talking to a father that's going to keep it 100, right? Okay. I, I love I, it. I, I, I'm not going to sugarcoat nothing. I'm going to be honest about my son's situation and what he went through. But at the same time, um, you know, to me, you know, it was a tough two years for my son at Clemson. Um, the only thing I can say about that, because, you know, we're on, we're, I'm not going to blame anybody. Right. At the end of the day, the only person that will blame who to blame is DJ. DJ what I'm saying is DJ will only blame himself. Um, and that's the reason why I just love my son and just how he acts, you know, how he handled that whole situation up at Clemson. You know, all I want to say is this. Um, his freshman year, you know, when he came in and uh, um, when 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 Trevor Lawrence got got COVID, you know, you, you saw a glimpse of what he could do, right? Um, playing in that Notre Dame game and the Boston College, uh, he actually broke a record. He set the record for the most yardage at Notre Dame. What what people need to understand is the fact that DJ had Trevor Lawrence's receivers. He had Trevor Lawrence's. O-line that year, and he had Trevor Lawrence ETN running back. Understand the year after that, everyone was gone. He didn't have those receivers. He didn't have the running back, and he didn't have the O-line. Now, I'm going to say right now, I'm not blaming that on them. You know what I mean? I'm not right. making excuses for DJ at all. Um, but I'm going to tell you something. My son came in and tried his hardest, gave it everything he had. And no one's going to question my son's heart on how he tried to be the best teammate he could be for his team. You know what I mean? So, yeah. and the results of what happened, it is what it is. It didn't, you know, I don't blame anybody. I wouldn't, I wouldn't blame, I, I don't, I don't, I don't blame no one. So, um, at the end of the day, you just have to pick up the pieces of where you're at. And he felt that he needed to jump in the portal. So then he jumped in the portal and came to, or uh, he decided to go to Oregon State. And I'm going to tell you why he chose Oregon State. My question is, why not? You're talking about a team that beat Oregon by throwing a ball six times. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It hurt. It hurt. I know. <laughs> I can't. Wait, hold on. I can't back up. It's stuck back there. <laughs> Where? I love it. We got, we got a lot of drama. We're live. It's live. We're live with Mr. You. <laughs> oh, how am I back up? Where? I love it. I I I, I love this guy. I love his, his tenacity. <laughs> no, okay. So so back to what I'm saying. Um. Yep. So where was I? You talk. You were talking about um. Sorry, man. These people, we don't know how to drive. But, it's all uh, good, my man. All good. But, yeah, so so, so DJ, so, so to me, like I said, I mean, you beat a team like Oregon, you know, just throwing six ball, uh, six passes. 
So when you really look at that Oregon State team, um, you got an O-line, you got a running game. Oh, yeah. You got two receivers that can take it off top, which, you know, no disrespect, but DJ didn't have that at Clemson. I'm sorry. I just got to keep it 100. And that's no taking shots at Clemson. Thank you, Dabble. Thank you, Streeter. Thank you, everybody at Clemson, for everything you've done for my son. We truly appreciate it. But you know what I mean? So at the end of the day, I think that was the only thing DJ did for himself okay. is put himself in, in a portal. Every decision he's made up at Clemson was for the best or the betterment of trying to help the team out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm so happy that my son displays some a character that regardless of all the struggles and regardless of all the nasty things, things were said about my son, he never allowed himself to even change his views, you know, what he thought about Clemson, man. He always hold them up in a high respect. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and, he, he's been and, a class act through the whole thing. I've, I've said that. The whole thing, bro. And I'm so proud of my son for that. But, you know, for him to jump in the portal and decide to come to Oregon State was, was something that I, I'm really proud of him because, you know, he had other schools looking looking for him to go to. It wasn't just Hawaii. It was a lot of – it was some other big schools too. But we decided, me and him said, we got to go to a place where you're needed, number one. And then we got to go to a place where if you throw a pick, you won't get judged. You won't get, you know – I mean, I've watched a game where these top, you know, top quarterbacks throw a pick and they just think nothing of it. At, at Clemson, my son – it was so hard for him to play a game to where he could he couldn't play free. He had to play just worrying about not making a mistake. And when you do that as a player, I'm sorry, man, it's it's hard to be successful. You gotta be yeah. you gotta be that 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 number one player coming out of high school where you're not worried about making mistakes. You're just out there slinging the heck out of this ball, trying to give your team a best best chance to win. And I I I I I feel so sad for my son because he might not agree with this, but you know he to me when I watch him play at Clemson, it was more of just trying not to make a mistake, because you know what I mean. And and I said, it's time for you to go and 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 jump in the portal and do what's best for you. And no one was going to ever be is ever going to feel bad about it. Everybody supported you, DJ, you know, and um, and I love the Clemson fans. They're still supporting him. And, you know, if there's some fans that, that are not a – that don't agree with it, at the end of the day, man, um, I always tell my son this, none of it matters. The only thing that matters is, is you, your relationship with God, and the decisions that you need to make for the betterment of you and your family, which is whoever you, your wife, your kids, you know. Me and mom, we did our job. Um, we're there to support you. I'm not going to grab your hand and be your daddy all the time. It's time for me to let you go, right. um, allow you to fall, fail, struggle, and understand that I believe me and mom raised you good enough to be able to, for you to get back up, dust your knees off, and be a grown-ass man, and get out and do what you got to do. I, I am a father that is so proud of my son to where I know I can do that with DJ I, without a hesitation. I know my son's gonna be all right. I know he's gonna be okay. But coming to coming to Oregon, I love Coach Smith. I've done my due diligence on <laughs> the kind of guys he worked with, who he, you know, in pros, in college, 
just the stuff he's done. Hello? Yep. Yeah. yeah. We got you. just the stuff that he's done at um um at Oregon with the talent that he has. This this is the most important part that I love about Oregon for DJ. My son doesn't have to be great. My son just got to come in and manage. My son just got to throw whatever Coach Smith has for him. Uh, my son just got to come in and manage the game. He doesn't have to be a hero. He doesn't have to be he, – he can hand the ball off and we'll be okay winning the game, running the game. You know what I mean? Right. And right. I know who my son is. I've, I'm, I've been there every step of the way with him. You know, there's some stuff that off the field that happened. That, you know, uh, I truly believe it was just a perfect storm is what I call it out at Clemson. It wasn't just on the field. It was stuff that happened off the field, um, you know, and it, we're not we're not here to to cry a river or, or make right. any excuses. I am blessed that my son has an opportunity to play for Oregon State and I am blessed to have Mattel to go to Oregon. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they both get to play, play close to each other, 40 minutes apart. I went up to see DJ and his, and he has a you know his apartment and I love it up at Oregon State. I, I, Covallis is really cool, you know. Uh, Oregon, same with Oregon. Um, um, Mateo has you know he, he's already there going to school. So yeah, you know, just I'm just excited with DJ and uh, his opera. See, I'm talking a lot about DJ because. Mattel's just a little, you know, he's my younger son. He's yeah. just a little freshman, but we'll get to he, he got some time, little buddy. Don't worry, uh, listen, right I'm, now, I'm for me, up. I my, can't my, wait my, for him. My concerns yeah. are for my older son because, you know, he got a big chip on his shoulder and uh, he got a lot of stuff, that, I mean, within himself. He don't have right. to, I've always told him it, it ain't about what other people think, man. It's just, it's just the journey that you're taking and that you're, 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 facing within yourself you know i just want you to i don't want my son to think that he got to make everybody happy you know and and this i just need him to understand that it's it's just a battle within yourself That's it, and yeah. and you want to win those battles and go out there and do well and just one goal at a time you know one play at a time and i really i really i really love his opportunity at oregon state I'm with you. I mean, we've seen flashes, obviously. Even last yeah. year, when Forest yeah. game was an absolute monster of a game. It was one of my favorite games of the year to watch, by the way, um, where we got to watch DJ actually just. I can't. I can. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. <coughs> oh, I can't hear you. Oh, Wait, it's okay. Um, so, you know, get, let's get to Oregon State. You know, really. Let me think go DJ back out and come back in. Okay. That's probably what. Well, listen, for a second. Hey, he reminds me. Like the way he talks, it's that's how my dad would talk to me. Like, dude, just pick it up. Like, dust yourself off and go. But what I do like, and and, and the way he was talking about it, is it sounds, um, from the way Dave was describing the situation, is it sounds it's like your son DJ is in a good place mentally. Like right now, he he's good, and we're gonna see uh we're gonna see a free fire in DJ. Uh, yeah. In Oregon, in Oregon State, I, I'm I'm excited. Listen, I'm Oregon guy. No, no, my, my my son is in a great place. Good, good. Uh, you know what I mean? He's, 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 you know, he's, how can I say it? You know what I mean? He, a little anxious, right? Yeah. He's, he's <laughs> like know, a but, kid at Christmas, right? Yeah. You, you don't understand how, what an amazing opportunity my son has, you know what I'm saying? To, to, to be part of a team, you know, um, that did so well last year, um, 
have great tools, you know, that can best help his uh, um, skill level, right? Skill set. My son is a slinger, man. He throws bombs on me. And if you can get, <laughs> if you can get yeah, these what? guys out there and be a little bit creative with the play calling, just from what I saw, and then they're running pro set, you know what I'm saying? Yes, yes. I'm ready, getting him ready for for the NFL, you know what I mean? That's always a goal, Facts. you know. You know, hopefully, and um, and then that's that's, it's just I'm just excited for DJ and his opportunities, man. I'm with you. Like we were saying, uh, you know, we saw flashes of him absolutely balling out against Wake Forest this year. Um, there was a you know a spot where he was in the middle of, you know, looking at schools, and somebody was talking about UCLA. We were live, and I said, "Hey, man, I just think Oregon State would be the right place for him to go." You know, they've got a good running game. They've got a good, you know, decent defense. They, if you can run with Oregon, you can run with anybody. And yeah. I said, if, if Oregon State is really in the talks, I think that they, that he, if he pulls the trigger there, I think we're going to see him slinging it all year next year. And we're going to see what Bo Nix did coming from Auburn, where he's comfortable again. We get to see, you know, DJ, who I saw in in high school, just absolutely dominate kids. And 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 let's not talk about the the high school that. You guys, you know, had them in. It's a, it's a school. Okay, these these dudes play men. All right, they, grown grown ass kids in these schools, and absolutely awesome to watch him playing high school. And then I think we get to see flashes, and I think he gets right back to where he is. And that's where I'm with you. I think we get to see DJ be DJ again. So, yeah. so, but but that that's the thing for me at Oregon State. I don't see the pressure what he had right. to do Clemson. I don't see it. What I do see, there's just an opportunity for him to really showcase his ability. And what we saw at Bosco, like you talked about, you know, at Bosco, it was him and, and Bryce going at it. You know what I'm saying? Um, to me, their championship game, that was the best game. It should be one of the top, to me, I think it's the best game in high school ever. Because you're talking about the number one, number two quarterbacks in the country at the time. You're talking about the number one, number two high schools at the time. And when they both played each other, there was more than 60 players on that field that had Division One offers. That's that's what I mean. Uh, yeah, crazy. A, yeah, we're not talking about a high school, you know, with one guy's a five-star and another guy just a five. There were multiple five-stars, multiple D1 offers. The caliber of talent that was on that field was amazing. And the fact that DJ was down 28-5 to Bryce Young, to that unstoppable offense, to come back and win and throw five touchdowns in a row and win 39-34. I'm telling you, that was a comeback of ages. You know what I mean? And there were dudes all over that defense, too. So to do that, just. And it was, you know, that's why the expectation was so huge for DJ. Yeah, I I, I was all in. <laughs> yeah, and and you know what, man, I always tell DJ this: it's it's not our plan; it's God's plan. You know, I, everything I, happens for a reason, my man. Yeah, I don't I don't want to throw the you know the whole holy and, uh, uh, but we are God fearing people, uh, you know, and no disrespect there, you guys. And no, and no. Just, same here. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. The Bible's just, by the bed, baby. Yeah, <laughs> just. We just understand that there's a reason why things happen. There's a Back. reason we struggled the last two years. There's always a reason why. It to me it 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 presented a stage for DJ to showcase his character, 
who he is as a as a human being and a person and a teammate. You know, he yeah. he was allowed to show that um, you know, even though you lose and you and, and you struggle, but at the same time, you, you always still support you know support your teammates, especially how he got pulled out the game. You know what I mean? And 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 the um the the they they stick that mic in in your face and ask you those tough questions. And I was yeah. so proud in how my son answered those questions. It kind of reminded me of Jalen Hurts. And I always say this message. It's not how you start. It's how you finish. Finish. Facts. All of you out there, remember Jalen Hurts. When he got pulled out that game and through that championship pass, that gentleman asked him that those questions, same type of questions like what DJ answered, all right? And I always tell DJ, it's not how you start, son. It's how you finish because Jalen Hurts right now, if he doing, wins, doing it, he's doing his thing. Yeah, go to the Super Bowl. Yep. So you know, life is a curveball, man, and and you just have to do the best you can do, and that goes for both my sons. Yep. I always try to teach them just just keep your head down and and, and strive and, and work hard, right? Yep. You know, um, things will happen, won't happen the way you want it to happen, but you just have to do your best. You know, make no excuses and man up. <laughs> Basically, man. Victory, victory always tastes and feels better when you get it out the mud, right? When you got to work for it and it's not given to you on a silver platter, it always feels better and, and, right. and means more. Now, Dave, we talked about DJ for a while. I'm an Oregon guy. <laughs> I got to talk about Mateo, okay? Because yeah. the minute I heard that he had any sorts of Veering towards Oregon, I was fired up. Yes. He was recruited by many, right? He decided to take his talent to Eugene with my dude, head coach, Dan Lanning, and the Oregon Ducks. What are the expectations for Mateo have set for himself going into his freshman year? And what made Mateo flip and go with Coach Lanning, uh, Lanning and the Oregon Ducks during committal season? Um, To be honest, man, it's the coaches. Lanning and Tosh Lapoy. That 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 was huge, you know. That those two, those two really uh um just just they knew how to they knew how to you know to come they, they just knew what to say and resonate. They, yeah, they they just you know the one thing they did for, for Mateo was they really didn't go take him and look at all the fancy things that they have at Oregon. What they wanted to do was to show Mateo what their breakdown was on how they're gonna get him ready for the NFL. You know, that 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 what meant a lot to my son Mateo. And then the, all the family people that we have there, Coach Meets, I mean, you know, the DB coach, you guys don't even know. That's family. Um, my brother hired him at Mount Sac Junior College in the 90s. Ooh. I mean, that's how far back. I, I know his son Cole. I was there. You know what I mean? Like watching that's, nice. born that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, Coach Meets is like my brother. Like so, so Mattel rooms with Cole and uh, Tony Chioti's son. So those three, they room each other. Uh, he's a good spot. He's good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I made sure of it. I was like, you know, <laughs> some people I don't know. You know, I I, I had to. I feel you. It's a dad presence. You got yeah. to. We I have a lot you. of family members on this coaching staff that mean a lot to us, you know. So that helped out with Mattel. And I'm going to tell you something, man. So doing these, um, these uh, the three visits he went on. Oregon, hats off to Oregon because and to Dan Lanning and all the coaching staff because it was, you know, it, it was bar none like 
they did everything. They they went they went over and beyond to make sure that my son, you know, this this could potentially be a great home for him. Um, the part that I loved the most was the music part, right? They knew that Mateo, they knew that Mateo likes music. So not only did they take him to one studio at the campus, they took him to two studios at the campus. You know what I mean? And it, it meant a lot for Mateo to go there and um, um, work in those studios and just say, you know, check that out and uh, nice. have fun. So, you know, that, that to me, that, that was kind of the, the factor, like the family factor, Mateo close to the coaches and, and, and the people that we already have relationships with Colt Meach and, and all of them there. So, you know, that, that's, that, that, I think that's what, that was the, the catcher for Mateo. You know, we, we talk about sports brands and different things that, you know, happen. we got, you know, the balls, LaMelo and everybody. Uh, so are we going to get a chance to see the Uangle brand happen? And we've got some good kids, you know, is it a possibility? I don't see why not. <laughs> yeah, baby. I love it. Go ahead, Cap. I mean, I'm I, I I'm a part of an NIL company. So, yes, I don't see why not we build off of that brand. Um, it, I can't. I can't even see my son Mateo tackling his brother. I don't know how that's going to happen because they. Why? Why I say that is because they love each other so much. I mean, when when D. So Mateo was just recently in the hospital, you know, and DJ sat by his side. It was real serious, and um, the first night DJ didn't sleep at all. He sat by his brother's side the whole night while me. And his mom was trying to sleep in the chairs that we're sitting in. But DJ didn't fall asleep. He sat there. Um, Mattel would move. DJ would make sure his blanket is on him. You know, this this is the kind of bond that these two have. You know what I mean? Like, it's I, I, that's why I can't even think in my head. I'm like, I look at Mattel. I'm like, Mattel, you really going to tackle your brother? Like, <laughs> I don't know how that's going to work. <laughs> He's Get like him on the blind side. Yeah, oh, got to ease up a little. <laughs> you know? And I, I told this to some of the guys uh, in the hospital. I said, DJ, uh, you really, you, you, you're not afraid to go against your brother? He goes, if I know we're going to win, you know, Oregon State, we're going to win. I know we're going to win. He said that he's going to he's gonna look where Mateo's at and run in, into his, his, you know, run towards him and try to give him a couple sacks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and it's just all joking. You know, it's just funny. yeah. You right. know what I mean? Brotherly love. Yeah, yeah. brotherly love. I, I mean, love it. Two, I, I really, truly, they're brotherly love all day, man. And DJ's really hard on his brother, though. <laughs> he, he He's hard just because that's what older brothers do, right? They, you know, I remember when DJ was a, a senior at Bosco and Mattel was a freshman. They moved him up to varsity. And, yeah, DJ used to throw a ball because he was playing tight end. But DJ wouldn't make it easy for his brother. <laughs> he would make it real hard. And he would he would not give him an inch. He didn't want the guys knowing that you know because his brother's gonna get it easy. Nah, it has DJ, to be like that. Has yeah, to be. He just made it hard. So man, I'm excited for both of them. So yep. you, we talked about your kids, right? We talked about everything. I got a question for you. Okay? Yeah. You you seem like a man that's got you know a calendar and an agenda that is very very full. Okay. Yeah. You got two highly talented kids playing. You know. Highly active college ball. How, how do you handle? How do you maintain a schedule for family time 
you know, how do you decide which games to go to? Who are you going to see? I mean, obviously this year will be a little easier because it's closer, 40 minutes, you know. Yeah. And, and how do you – like, you know, before Mateo decided to go to Oregon was playing high school and, and DJ was at Clemson, how did you interact with your boys when, when you weren't able to make it them? You hadn't, you know, been able to get in contact with them. Give us a little insight what it is in the life of, of, of Papa Dave. Man, um, well, honestly, it, it's – I, I – I don't even. I'm gonna be honest. I don't know what I'm gonna do. This I haven't even planned it. I don't even know when the games are. I don't know where the games are. But the number one thing for me was I, I, I I'm a part of an NIL company, right? And it, it's all. It all stems from when. Remember, my son DJ was the first to get one of the biggest NIL deals, which is Dr. Pepper. I saw everything that happened with my son and there were things that I didn't agree with. You know what I mean? There was mm -hmm. things that I liked. There were things that I didn't like. And with this whole NIL situation and, and why I'm bringing it up is because this is what, this is my, my passion. This is my purpose, which, which, which is what I'm doing now is not just trying to deal with my, both of my sons, but definitely help other parents and their kids with their with their recruiting and their process, right? That's what really why I'm, I'm really busy taking up my time is because I, I've been there before. Mm -hmm. um, I saw the things that that I felt that I didn't really agree. That I thought that I probably could do it myself mm -hmm. and and help other parents just to consult or just to to. I, I don't even need. It, it wasn't even about money. In the beginning, it was more just about educating. So that's that's what I feel. I feel as if both of my kids and their process were so blessed that I need to give back to the, the younger kids or whoever, you know, whoever I can help. So that's what I've been doing lately. Um, of the games, I'm just going to go, you know, if, if I'm going <laughs> to still, I'm still hey, trying to figure out. I'm still trying to figure it out. But I know this. I'm excited for DJ. I am excited for Mateo. I am excited for Mattel, but remember, it's Mattel's first year. Right. And, and DJ's the one that got, you know, he, it, it, it's like, it, it, I, I, I'm just so anxious to see him with his new team and just so thankful for Coach Smith and just all the people that they are, you know, just welcoming my son. You know, I, I'm, I'm grateful and thankful for them, even, even for Mateo, but. I, I'm gonna figure it out. I definitely gonna try my best to get to both games. <laughs> and um, but yeah, the 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 company that the company side that I'm 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 a part of is it's what's keeping me busy. I just uh I was in Vegas. I was just yeah. in in uh in uh in, in Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I was yeah. in Oregon. It, it just flying all over to try to uh build you know build relationships. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and help whoever needs that help. I, I, I'll anyone that knows how to get a hold of me. I wouldn't even. You just ask me. I'll give every. I, I'm a giver. I'm a. I'm a guy who wants to help. Um, I just want to see people win. That's it. I want to see families win. You know. I want to see families win. I salute you for that, my man. Um, <laughs> perfect. Perfect segue into my next question. You busy guy. You and I own, and and you got your hands in the pot here and there. DJ's got you know one more year eligibility. When he gets that chip, two, two, after, right? after, yeah. after this year he has one more. Oh, yeah. But yeah. when he, when he 
when he makes that decision if he's going to take the leap to you know to the next level, is is big big Dave going to be the representative? Are you going to step into the agent realm because it seems like you could be? You could he's be like now. No, he gave him a no. He shut that down. He gave him a tumble real quick. <laughs> Look, I I know my role. Okay, okay. <laughs> I will never deviate from that lane because I'm not going to try to be an agent. Nah, at the end of the day, we got people that are, you know, licensed, that are trained, that are certified. Right. And um, we, we go through the process of figuring out who the best people that can represent our kids, you know, but that's not that's not where I'm at, you know. What I mean? <laughs> not today. <laughs> yeah, today. But I, I I like to say this: I am that that dad behind the scenes that I wish anybody would try to do anything to my kids to do some wrong contracts. Get them like that. Get them. That, <laughs> that contract's not gonna stop stop me from. Uh, uh, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I got you. I you feel know? you, big man. I feel I, you. <laughs> it, it, it is what it is. I do. That's it. You know what I mean? I, I just, please, I hand my kids over. Please do right by my kids. They're great kids. They're God-fearing. They're humble kids. They're, they're cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. My, my son, DJ Mattel, great kids, man. Just I just pray people don't take advantage. It's not just my kids. You know, I see it a lot. That's the reason why I started the company with my partners was because I, I truly believe it ain't. These kids do have families. Um, there's the family component that a lot of times um, these companies don't see. They just see a kid and they see the value and they see the money that they can get from these kids. Yeah, they don't understand that, look, that family, that kid has a family. The father and mother was the one that raised them. Right. So I would, the way that, that the way my, the company I'm, I, I'm a part of, the number one thing is if the family wins, we all win. That's it. It ain't, it ain't really about, how much money we getting or a percentage, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That you, you, you never, it's not about that for me and the people that I'm a part of. And that's kind of reason why I think we're signing a lot of the number one players was because they see, they see this is a passion project. This is not just something like, Oh, now I want to capitalize on. Right. No, if there's anything that I do want to capitalize in being grateful that God blessed me with my kids. So I want to capitalize by giving whatever he gave me and give it back to, to the people like another family or, or other other kids. And you know what I mean? That's what I love and, it. Um, love it. You know what I mean? That's it's good because I really this is the first time I've been speaking about what who I really am and what I really do, because I think it's time for people to know, you know, it ain't it ain't a show. It, it's not a. You know, I'm not trying to get kudos and and and, and you know likes. No, what what I want to do. We're, we're glad you. I mean that you're doing it. I mean, yeah. that's what, we want yeah. real people here. That's what we're about. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, that, we're across the country. You know, I, I was in California with you at one time. I'm in Oklahoma now, and my man's over in in Boston. So, I mean, let's get after it. You know, that's just who we are. So, I, and, we want to see the real people. That's that's the whole point. Yeah, and, and you know, I'm 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 being honest, like. The thing that 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 is crazy to me is is we're we're signing kids that could have signed with clutch, could have signed with Ooh. you know like like I, I, CAA. I mean big big companies, and it ain't like we're better than them. I would never say that. No, it's I think people see the human side of it, right? Because I'm not I'm not just a person. I, I've been there. I saw what what happened. I, I, I'm a 
person that experienced it. And I said, right. you know what? There's things that I don't like about this. And it's not always about making the highest percentage on these kids. And I said, you know what? We need to go and reevaluate. And if we can really do this the right way, I truly believe um, people will come and, and, and really see who we are as a company and why we're doing it. And I think, I think we're doing something right. And just by the guys that are signing with us, I'm, I'm, I believe we're, we're on the right path. Uh, but we definitely probably could get better at, at certain things. And every day, you know, we try to get better. We do our due diligence on um, um, just looking at certain, certain kids' situation and how we can better that situation for the kid. Instead of, instead of just working with the kid, we work with the mom and dad, right? We include the parents. Um, we, we don't go, to me, we don't shop kids to the highest buyer, the highest bidder. You know what I mean? That's not what we do. Um, what NILsports.com is about, it's about working for the family um, and, and understanding that you have to build a relationship with these collectives. And the collectives at these schools do not like um, if you're shopping kids and stuff like that. They don't like that. So we understand how to build this relationship with the collectives. Let them know that this is this is what the school he want the kid wants to go to is this school right here and you know we go into that that's just basically how it works and and it, for me it's always in how you do it it's not it's not how it's in how 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 you you ask you know when you're dealing with a situation i we don't I, for me i'm not like a I, it's hard for me to explain, but you know, you get what I'm saying. Like, we, feel like, you. we get you. Yes, we get you. I mean, you know, we're talking the heartstrings. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so oh, no problem. I got. No. We got one last question. Lighten Go up ahead. the mood and close it out. We've been asking everybody. We we interviewed Tajay Spears. We interviewed Carson Steele this year, and we asked them all the same questions. What is the breakfast cereal? One on one. You can't have cereal no more, Dave. One last bowl. What are you having? Man, hold up. <laughs> oh. uh, Captain Crunch, man. I'm sorry, man. I'm a... With the berries or without? Without. Hey, I can have it plain. It doesn't matter. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Dave, listen. It... It's been a pleasure. I really, really appreciate you coming on this platform. Um, yeah. Talking to us about your kids. Not only just that, but talking about what you do and letting the people out there, yeah. you know, know that you know what you got going on, and, and and maybe someone watching this show has a kid that's coming up in the next level, and they can reach out to you, and you can guide them in the right direction because everything you're saying and the vibe I'm getting from you, man, you sound a one, and you you man. got you got my backing for sure. Thank you, brother. Hundred percent. Thank you, man. And anything you guys need from me, man, you got you know just hit me up. Um, um, anything, man. Doing others. I love doing the shows with you guys, man. You guys are awesome. Thank you for the space that you guys provide, you know, for people like me and maybe kids out there. Um, you guys create a space that um, allows us to bring awareness, right, to a lot of things that we get to face. Um, and then a lot of parents and kids don't get to face. And we could speak about, you know, about um um our our journeys and our experiences and stuff like that. So, kudos to you two and thank you for the show. Um, and just one last thing. Uh, there's no. I'm gonna say it again to all the kids out there. 
There's no shortcuts. There's no secret potion. There's nothing. You literally just got to keep your head down and work each and every day. Um, you're, you're, you're going to practice is not enough. You got to have a, a, a guy who you and if you don't have the means of the funds, YouTube is the best way to do it. Go on YouTube, find out the type of work, um, um, training or, or drills, because the key component for you to be the best you can be is called development. All right. You need to be able to be you need to be able to develop. Right. You got to you got to get out there. And the only way to develop is to, to work each and every day on your craft um, over and over and over again. And not just any kind of work. Anyone can go set up cones at a park and run around and get tired. What I'm talking about is quality work, quality work. If mom and dad can get you to a quality coach, the, the parents doing their due diligence on finding the best coach that teach, teach you that technique, uh, the right techniques to, run, to, to, to handle or to play that position you're playing. Because I'm going to tell you, talent only going to take you so far. Talent will only take you so far. You're going to one day meet a guy who has the best technique um, and he, he trained his butt off. And you could be talented, but this guy's probably going to – talent can get you out of things that – you. I mean, technique can get you out of things that talent can't get you out of. So, you Talk know, I'm sorry, guys. I Talk know. to him. No, I love it. Talk to him. It's, it's about the work. I mean, yeah. we've been talking about it from the get. I mean, it's our intro. It's about the work. So, yeah. Dave. Hey, I'll tell you right now, DJ and Mattel, all about the work. Um, the reason why DJ blocks me on social media, <laughs> he, he doesn't like the fact all the five stars and all that stuff. He doesn't he doesn't want to see it. Uh, and to all the fathers that get blocked by their son, you keep being proud of your son. There's nothing wrong with you being proud of your son. They're, they're going to grow up one day. And they're going to know. They're like, damn, man, my dad just, he was just proud of us. I'm telling you. So I encourage all fathers. A matter of fact, my message to all the fathers, be the biggest advocate for your kid. I, I don't care if you, I told this to Brian, uh, Ryan Day, head coach at, um, at, uh, at Ohio State. He has a son, 12-year-old that was a, a quarterback. I told him this. I said, Ryan Day. Be the biggest advocate for your son. Don't allow your status of a head coach stop you from being that person to him. And then you want him to earn it on his own. I promise you, um, you're doing a disjustice. Just look what I did to my – look what I did. Just see the results. Yeah, maybe your son blocks you, but he didn't have – he he helped. He got a free education, right? Right. Both of my kids. That's the yep. goal here. So we want the goal was never to be anything but to get a free education. And that's it. Everything else is icing on the cake. I I, I don't want to hear the five star. I don't want to hear Mattel. Whatever, man. All of that is fluff. That's what I call. It. That's fluff. The the real deal is making sure. Your mom and dad don't have to pay for school. That's what it's all about. That's, That's I, it. I love it. Dave, <laughs> I'm not even going to close out the show. I'm just going to outro because that was perfect. Be good, boss. Thank you, brothers. Let's have a go. good night, my man. All right. All right.